0: What's up, everyone, and thanks for coming back. It means a lot. My name is Tim from Strawberries and Werewolves. This is another segment of Extra. If this is your first time tuning in, Extra is a segment where we grab ourselves a character from any universe, we discuss it a little bit, we give a little facts, and then we move on to the next one. We hope you guys enjoy it. We hope you get a little something out of it. We'll check in with Marty to get his thoughts on the character. We hope you guys follow, and we hope you guys like us, and we hope to hear from you guys. And let us know if there is a character you would like us to do on Extra. That's enough for me. Let's get on to this show. Drop the beat!
1: Yeah. Let us go. Wicked, wicked, What? gotta be. Here it is. Oh, 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 oh,
0: Here we go. Tonight on Extra, we are talking about Bobby Drake, a.k.a. Iceman. He first debuted in the X-Men number one back in 1963. He's a mutant. He's from New York. He was created by these two guys. Maybe you've heard of them, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yeah, those two guys, legends. They have brought some of the biggest characters in comic book history to life. Bobby, he has the physical ability to control and create ice and cold temperatures. Now, right off the back, I'm sure that doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but as this list of abilities kind of goes on, you'll see that uh, you'll see what I mean by he's kind of an underrated character. He's an Omega level mutant, which means he's up there as one of the most powerful mutants, you know, there is next to like Magneto and uh, Phoenix and like Charles Xavier, like to my opinion, okay. And and I'll tell you why now w- when he's in his ice form he's he looks like a normal guy, which isn't always um the it's it's not always the what's the word I'm trying to look for A lot of mutants don't have that luxury of just looking human sadly, there's a lot of mutants out there that look mutated that look you know different and mutants are outcasts and they're 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 very they're treated very badly they're it, it's um it's it's a shame and and it's one of the reasons that I like the X-Men so much because I feel like I kind of relate being a a, a a Hispanic male in this world, you know, I get racial profiled a lot and It's kind of like, you know, reading the X-Men comic books. It's like the same thing kind of happens to mutants. So there's a lot of mutants that don't have the luxury of looking human. Bobby, he does look human. He he does have the uh, ability to transform his body into ice. Giving him the appearance of an ice man. When he's in his ice form... He can shapeshift not into like different people, but he can manipulate the moisture in the air and freeze it and add it to his body, creating like uh, spikes, you know, on the shoulders or his elbows or, you know, his head. Or he can add mass to his fists, making his fists bigger, making his feet bigger, even even making himself a bigger person. Uh, when he's in his ice form. Iceman is one of the most powerful mutants on the planet. His ice power means he can manipulate the entire world's atmosphere. Now, tell me that's not powerful and tell me that's not one of the most powerful things that a person can do. You can manipulate the entire world's atmosphere that's pretty wild okay not only that he also he can regenerate any broken limbs or parts of his body from even his entire body from pieces so like you know if his body was to break apart in his ice form and yes he's ice all the way through you know from skin to inside to out he's it's ice so if that's broken you know he can bring himself back together and he can regenerate in ice form at first um at first when when he showed up in uh in the x-men number one he wasn't like an ice uh figure kind of a man he looked more like a slushy type of snowman with boots um and he would throw snowballs it's a very unique look but for back then it was dope and i still think that that looks kind of cool now uh i do have some Iceman photos um posted in our instagram so if you want to go check out that so, with with saying that, uh, Iceman's also shown up in a few other comic books. He was in The Uncanny X-Men. He was in The Champions. He was in The New Defenders. He was also in the first volume of X-Factor, which is kind of a big deal, if you ask me. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pass the mic over to Marty so he can give his uh, thoughts on when he first was introduced to Iceman. So without further ado, here's Marty, everyone.
1: What up, what up? So as far as I can recall, my first memory of Iceman or my introduction to Iceman I was probably about 5 or 6 because it was in uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. And that show debuted in 1981. So yeah, I was about 5 or 6. And man, that cartoon was just awesome to me back then. Uh, Spider-Man, Iceman, Firestar. Um, Firestar actually was created just for the show. They wanted to use Human Torch. And can you imagine that? Human Torch. Iceman and Spider-Man on a little mini team for this cartoon so uh I don't know there was legal tie-up with using uh Human Torch so they created Angelica Jones character Firestar Uh, anyway so the three of them are college students at uh, Empire State University they all live with Aunt May they all live together and I, I remember they have like this like secret headquarters so they would pull on a on a dial or, or turn something and all of a sudden like computer screens would flip up out of the ground and they'd have this little secret headquarters but um Iceman was just a badass in that cartoon as cheesy as it may be to watch now uh, looking back I mean I was a kid but when he would turn into Iceman he would freeze himself like in a block of ice and then immediately just bust out of it and so all the ice would go breaking everywhere and he'd be like ice man and then the special effect, you know, sound effect or whatever and then um and then he would, you know, make his his uh ice constructs and stuff to to get around the city with as Spider-Man was swinging around and Firestar was flying. That was dope. Um since then, of course, i reading comics and stuff uh, getting to know his character but i won't ever forget that first introduction to him just because it was part of a little mini super team and uh as far as i can remember i've always loved spidey so to see them all together it was pretty cool anyway that's my little two cents so back to you tim
0: thanks Marty good stuff now that show if you guys are interested you can find that show on Disney Plus again like Marty was saying you know watching it nowadays it might come off as kind of cheesy but it's still an awesome show to check out if that's something you're interested in and again you can catch it on Disney Plus in the Marvel section so adding on to uh what marty was talking about with uh they originally wanted the human torch for that cartoon um it it reminded me that uh, stan lee did go on record and admit that iceman was created as a copy of the human torch only using the opposite elements for his power so that's kind of how Stan Lee got the idea to make Iceman was the human torch. The human torch was behind the thought process of Iceman being created. So there's a little fun fact for everybody to uh let uh rattle around inside your noodle. A couple things I want to discuss real quick before we go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um When Iceman turns into his ice body, his temperature drops from, his body temperature will drop from 98.6 degrees to an absolute zero in just a few tenths of a second. When this happens, he turns to his, his organic ice. At this point, he can shape and grow uh, by adding water from the environment, like uh, like I like I was talking about earlier, adding spikes or adding mass to his fists, um, and also he can also get around uh, around town. He uses like this ice sled. Uh, you can catch that in a lot of photos and pictures that are you can just find off the internet to get an idea of what these ice slides and sleds are like. But um, did you know he can also travel faster um, uh, using uh, like, a, like a body of water, okay, like, uh, like a lake, an ocean, or even a water line. You know, he can break himself down into little pieces and, and, and form into the water and travel through, through, uh, through the water that way. Um, it's like, it's almost like breaking himself down to molecules, okay? And, like, he blends himself into the water. And then when he gets to where he needs to go, he can just, like, transform himself back. Like, there's almost no limit to what he can do when it comes to, like, ice or water or anything in that element of, of line. So, he's very powerful, and he's a very... Very underrated character, and if Iceman was to be a villain, I think it would be very difficult for the X-Men to take on uh, Bobby. The last thing I want to share with you all is just uh, Bobby's first incident with his powers and how uh, this brought him to joining the X-Men. <clears throat> Bobby Drake was born in New York. Bobby was Jewish on his mother's side and Irish Catholic on his father's side. Bobby's first discovered Bobby first discovered his mutant abilities as a young age when he found himself unable to stop feeling cold and shivering that's when he first kind of started developing and seeing that he had these mutant like abilities okay uh, there's a there was a bully in his school uh, they got they got his gang okay the bully got his gang to attack Bobby and his girlfriend at the time Bobby ended up Uh, panicking because this gang was trying to hurt him and his girlfriend and he he encased the bully in ice as kind of like that was his first reaction I want to say a lot of mutant abilities kind of pop up with certain emotions that people or as the mutants were to develop their powers i, I want to say a lot of them were brought out by certain emotions so in this one him being panicked and and scared you know he ended up encasing this bully in into ice and saving his girlfriend but by doing so he showed the people of his town uh that he had powers and Doing like people do when they come across a mutant, they put a mob together. They put a mob together to go after Bobby. Um, in, in fear of how dangerous Bobby's powers were, the mob broke into his family's house. Okay, at this point, uh, you know, Bobby's parents still being like parents things were starting to get really out of hand starting to get really dangerous as the parents were trying to keep them from getting Bobby the mob was starting to get out of hand the sheriff ended up having to come break everything up Uh, they took Bobby into custody for his protection Uh, and that story made its way to Professor X Charles Xavier from the X-Men and that is how Professor X heard about Bobby Drake and that's how Bobby Drake was brought into Xavier's mansion and becoming one of the most iconic most popular characters in X-Men history so that's everything i have on iceman for today if there's anything you guys think i missed which i am almost positive that i did please let me know i will love to add it in to a previous or i'm sorry to a future episode i would love to hear from you guys Give me some uh, thoughts and give me some some comments or even give me something you guys want me to try to cover. And without saying any more, that was Bobby Drake and this was another segment of Extra and we'll
1: check with you guys again next week.